Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the inaugural episode of Scryer's Remorse. I am Jack Wagner, here with my co-hosts, Tony Dunphy and Wes Clapp. Um, so, as far as it goes, uh, this is going to be a podcast mostly about Magic the Gathering, or MTG as we'll say it most of the time, um, but on slow news days or any of the times we feel that it's necessary to talk about, we'll talk about all tabletop gaming. Maybe even video games. Depends on our fancy. But as far as uh, what we like, I've always loved strategy games. Um, I'll, I'm one of those weird people who enjoy the game Risk. Um, strategy games, Stratego. Um, and that's why I naturally loved MTG when I first started playing it. Because it, it, it had so much strategy and thinking and uh, involved with it. And I really enjoyed that. And... and uh, and I've played the game since Ravnica, right when it came out, M13 Ravnica. So it's been four or five years, which to some people who've been playing since the 90s seems like I'm a child. But I've delved so much in the lore and looked at old cards and understand mechanics and stuff that I... Yeah, yeah, it's reference delve. Uh, throwing out things already. It's good. That uh, I feel like I am knowledgeable enough to talk about it. So toss it over to Tony. And, uh, and we could be wrong. We might be idiots. We, we could be idiots. <laughs> that's, that's, there's, there's probably people who, like Matt or people who play for the night, like, these guys fucking suck. They yeah. don't know what they're talking about. Right. Like, we're, we're, just, we're just here to put our opinion on the internet because that's what the internet's for. Mm -hmm. um, I started playing uh, about a year and a half ago. A year and a half. Right, when, when, right when M15 came right out. Right when M15 came out, I bought two booster boxes because I figured I needed a big collection and I haven't stopped buying booster boxes because I hate money. Uh, <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah, go big or go home. Uh, I've pulled one expedition so far out of all the booster boxes, oh, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, um, And basically, uh, these guys got me into Magic, uh, started playing a year and a half ago, and um, before that, I was, I'm was i just into shooters like Halo uh, and uh, RTS games. Like Command and Conquer. That's another good. Strategy games. Love them. RTSs are good. RTS, yeah. Uh, Starcraft, Command and Conquer. Uh, I haven't gotten into the MOBA scene yet. I've tried really hard. Check. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but I can't I can't I can't get into Dota or LOL. Um, I haven't really messed around with Heroes, but I am excited about. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. I would like to get into mm. that open beta. Oh, that's cool. Try to get back into the shooting game, and and it's not CS:GO because CS:GO is too competitive and uh, too. <laughs> it's, it's it's there's there's a lot of foreign people that are very good at it. <laughs> too serious. That are that, 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 that take it like it's it's not just a game for them. It's like training for their real life because there's <laughs> real shitty parts of the world where they actually have to use guns on a daily yeah. basis and blow up a uh, open shop with nothing in it. And it's like it's just a market with nothing in it. Right. We're selling nothing. They're selling. Se we gotta blow it up. We're selling game. nothing. We're gonna blow it up. And and then there's a pallet <laughs> with a suitcase on it. I'm assuming, and then there's like another suitcase that has the buttons in it, and you just press, those. You just press those, and that's that's how it goes. But basically, I like shooters, I like magic, I like hanging out with my friends, and that's why I'm here. How about you, Wes? Uh, I'm really more of long walks on the beach kind of guy. No, um, 
Uh, yeah, started playing Magic same time as Jack. Jack uh, introduced me to it. Really, I remember going to to uh, a certain store, going there, buying a starter deck, and it was a Avacyn restored starter deck, and it was the blue green Soul Bond, which is don't even hear about that anymore. Hard. Never outside that block. I've seen it in a commander game maybe once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's really rarely used anymore. Didn't really hold up. But uh, when I when I started, I loved it. I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Also, I wasn't playing it, you know, the way it was probably supposed to be played. Uh, I was still learning. So uh, Jack introduced me to it and said he came back one day and said, "Hey, Wes, remember that deck you have? Yeah, you play the shit. You, you should open it." I'm like, <laughs> "All right, whatever." Like so, we open it up, and I kind of look at the cards more, and I kind of appreciate the art. That was kind of like the first thing that drew me to it. It was like art and like the types, uh, like creatures and stuff. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's elves and angels and elves demons and, angels, and demons. Yeah. all this shit that I actually want to like play with somehow. Because that was but right around the first Innistrad block, right? It was right Which... after when we got into it. Okay. Yeah. Innistrad just finished up, and they yeah. released M13, the core set. I think that's how it. I think that's how it went. But anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Avacyn Restored, I mean, Innistrad, that whole block was awesome. That was a cool That was a cool time to start, too, because you had all your classic stuff, like vampires and, you know, werewolves. Demons, and werewolves. Demons, angels. Human soldiers. And zombies, after, yeah. And right after that, it was Ravnica, and it was just, it was a great time for Magic yeah. to get into it. It was, it was. And, uh, yeah, I played, I mean, beginning of Magic was very, very confusing, uh, I mean, it's it, it amazes me that years ago started playing and playing today, and I still learn new things today. Mm-hmm. Even if it's an old mechanic or it's an old rule, I still learn it like new. Usually, it, it's old cards for me, like yeah. cards that I don't know about because I started playing in M fifteen. That's mm-hmm. like I started playing modern, mm-hmm. and I have one burn deck. It's like, come on, man, you don't know Dredge, right? I don't. I don't <laughs> piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> In fact, oh, I only have 10 life, I guess. And that's cool, I guess. Let's not even get started on banding. <laughs> no. That's a notorious magic uh, joke. Horse, horsemanship? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flanking, that's a great Flanking. one. Flanking? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, uh, so many keywords they need to bring back. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. so great. So there are some good ones back there, and there's some old types that I... Dwarves used to be... Uh, but whatever, I'm getting off topic. Uh, about, about myself, Innistrad, great block. As you can see, it gets us really going. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, other games I like to play are a lot of role-playing games. I'm a big, uh, Fallout and Skyrim and stuff like that where you can really role-play and, uh, I'm more of an offline player, so I actually hate people. Um, I prefer more just, just computer-generated personalities that I'm smarter than. Okay. It makes me feel very superior, so that's, that's always nice. (laughs) But, and, of course, D&D, that's... Can't forget D&D. D&D, I mean... It'd be disrespectful. And Wizards of the Coast, I mean... Yeah. Uh, the, Wizards gotta, makes pretty good stuff, They you should know? love this podcast right, right. now, because <laughs> I'm just hyping hey, you should products. go to wizardsofthecoast.com <laughs> and buy their stuff. This episode is also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> you see, I like to get the shave butter. It makes my face feel real good. No, I, no, no, no not really. No sponsorships. But, but if sponsors want to... No, okay. Um, no, oh... Doing this for fun, but uh, was there anything else I was supposed to say about myself? I don't know. You guys covered what you like. Uh, dick length. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll go back to Jack for the dick limit. Okay. All right, um, we'll throw back. So, 13 centimeters, not an inch. <laughs> uh, Wait, but, that's, that's, that's still impressive. <laughs> it, that's we'll, still uh, we'll, we'll go on to the next thing is, since this is going to be mostly an MTG podcast, we're going to talk about our favorite things in MTG. Maybe um, the viewers can relate. So we'll do favorite color and the favorite card that just uh, really just encompasses MTG for you. And as far as color for me, I'd have to say blue. I've always loved blue. I like saying no. Blue. <laughs> blue is great. I like being in control. Yeah. Um, I also like whips and chains, wearing a gimp mask, and, you know, really getting into it. You know, yeah. control is a really big thing for me. Um, but blue-black is cool. Um the thing that got me into Magic was the Exalted deck, and the card on the front of it was a Nephorox, Overlord of the Grixis, or Old Nephi, I used to say. <laughs> he was a demon, the first one. Black really Exalted. awesome artwork. It's what made me want to say, I want to play this game, because this is awesome. So I'd have to say, Nephorox, Overlord of the Grixis, favorite card. Yeah. 5-5 five, five Flyer, Sacrifice when he attacks alone, Exalted. Just what's, awesome. What's not yeah. to love? Yeah. So and uh, actually, during the Innistrad block again, where we when we started, I uh, ended up getting an Avacyn, mm-hmm. uh, Booster, which back then didn't really know how significant that was. Yeah. Didn't really understand that that was actually a pretty amazing card. But either way, it was awesome. I knew Indestructible was good. Right. I saw in it. <laughs> yep. And it so I remember, cool. yeah, I'd make a deck to, to get her out there, and if it happened, I'm like, all right, that's game. Yep. She's out there. Like, I, I win. At the time, I didn't know a way around it. And I remember Jack attacked at me with just Neferox, right? It was Neferox versus Avacyn. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is Angels awesome. Versus demons. But, but I'm like, indestructible. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. And he swings at swings at me with Neferox. All right, sacrifice a creature. She was the only creature I had out there. Oh boy! Oh, I said she's indestructible, so I can't. Jack says, yeah, you can. That's that's what sacrifice is. Sacrifice a bitch. Sacrifice. <laughs> there's no. There's no. Around Welcome that. to the game. Yeah. And ever since I've hated Neferox. <laughs> <laughs> Great card, though. You yeah. still have that card? I haven't seen it. Oh, I got I got a promo version and a normal version of him. I, I'm, I'm good on the Nephrox. Oh, You're good on Nephrox? He's in my Demon Commander, and then he's in my Demon Binder. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't get a whole lot of play, because it never seems like... It never seems to draw him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you, you, have those, you have those favorite cards, and you rarely get to play with them. Yeah. I got to play with my favorite card. Oh, and what's that card? Tony? Color and card. <laughs> the, uh, card well, uh... The, co- the color that got me into magic was green because you had that green big monster deck. Yeah, and uh, that was really easy to play because it was mono green, and I was just playing big dudes, <laughs> yeah. slapping them down. But uh, in the year and a half that I've been playing, I've really uh, come to like red a lot more. Mm-hmm. I love throwing fire <laughs> in people's faces. But sorry, you can just spell pierce me. That'll stop me from doing anything. <clears throat> pyromancer style right so awesome. i like i like slinging lightning i like slinging fireballs um and my favorite card right now card. came out of is is in origins uh is chandra's ignition oh uh, good card. because it's it's a little expensive for a red player but I've never used it in a like a like a constructed deck other than commander. Mm. But when you get to use it in commander, it is nasty because mm-hmm. it does damage. Uh, target pl- target creature does damage uh, equal to its toughness or to its power 
to every creature and every opponent. So we play multiplayer commander, and if I use it on Zergo, Helm Smasher, who is my current commander... He just smash helms. You know? he, I smash helms. He smash mm-hmm. everyone's helms. And he gets counters for, for doing it, and it's seven commander damage at minimum. And if the creature's dealing the damage, then put it on a death touch creature. And, yeah, Boom. give him death touch. It's a lifelink creature. There's See? so much... Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. collar's all you need. Yeah, right! <laughs> Shit's nasty. Throw that, throw that on Zergo, gain infinity life, and Ugh. kill all the creatures... Nasty. And do commander damage, and Zergo just keeps getting bigger. And feel real yep. good about yourself. Yep, so I feel real good about myself. Because yeah. that's happened once, and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really like Red, and I really like Chandra's Ignition. Uh, second favorite card, Lightning Bolt. Because <laughs> why the hell not? Classic. And I've actually talked about that with other people. Is like, Depending on what your color is, if you're building a deck, tell me what color it is, and I'll tell you what card automatically goes in. <laughs> oh, you're building a red deck? Four lightning bolts. Lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're, yeah you're, you're building a green deck? Well, Lane of War Elves, duh. I mean, what else? I thought it was Elvish Vision. Elvish Vision. Yeah, yeah. I have four of each. Yeah, all four of each. Above. See? You guys know. And Rancor. You you learned. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you know now. Yeah. We couldn't um, forget. But uh, favorite color and card. I'd say my favorite color is white. Um, when I first started playing Magic, green was the first initial color that I loved. I saw, like, the elves and stuff were really neat. I liked, the uh, Tree Folk were one of my first favorites. Yeah. And now I made a Tree Folk deck just because of, because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And, Tribal. um, but then there were angel cards. Yeah, and angel cards just always had, like, this really, like, epic artwork of, like, a angel with a sword. Like, always, fighting. always with, like, sunbeams behind them. Yeah, sunbeams yeah. above an army. <laughs> Flying. Yeah. All that. And they always had ridiculous power. Like, they had... Uh, they were usually really powerful for even their casting cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, really, I guess, favorite card? One of my all-time old-school favorites is Avison, so she might just be my angel of hope. She's she's maybe my favorite card, because she's... She's, she's, uh, she's pissed people off more than any other card I've ever owned, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Making everything indestructible. Yeah, Avacyn with World Slayer, the artifacts, <laughs> you know, sword. Fuck off. That's just... Uh, it's, a little, it's a little cheesy combo. It's a, it, it is, but it's cool. It's... It's so cool. It's so powerful. <laughs> it's like any time I play against it, it's like, all right, get rid of Avacyn. I don't even let you play Avacyn. It's just like that's what it comes to the point of. It's like you don't get to play this deck. It's like Counter, yeah, I don't exile. care about any other players. Mm-hmm. You're dying. Yeah. <laughs> Kill us first, and then we can play a game of Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, I also I don't know if you guys want to share this too. Um, is I remember my first rare, my first rare that I like. It was a first rare that I actually like really loved. And looking back, it maybe wasn't that great. Like but opening it out of a pack, or like when you got the first one that you really remember, or maybe significant. I don't know if that if that is even a thing with you guys, but my very first one was I believe it's Shape Changer. Kind of looks like Nicolas Cage. Um, mm-hmm. He's like a druid guy who's like got these oh, vines yeah. all over him, and yeah, you could pay one green to turn him into three different creatures, and really cool card. And I'm totally gonna make a after this. I'm going to go home and make a uh, Soulbond deck that's... (laughs) Now you guys make me want to do that? Uh, Well, I guess um, the the first, like, really cool card that I I remember getting Mm -hmm. was uh, the Johnny Steadfast from M15. Oh, it is a cool card. Yeah. I'm like, 
this looks different than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I had played a few games with you guys to know that it was a planeswalker, but I didn't realize how useful it could be mm-hmm. in like a theme deck where a Johnny is boosting all your guys, giving them one one and vigilance and lifelink and so yeah, that that's probably my like best rare memory that I have other rare, other yeah. than opening a uh, expedition. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's gotta drop that name again. <laughs> uh, uh, expedition. Uh, yeah, my first crazy rare, rare. was it Horizon Canopy. It was yeah. Horizon Canopy. My first crazy rare was. Uh, when we were first, like, the very first time we played the game, we were, like, learning it. We opened we went. It was like, all right, let's go to Walmart, buy these starter decks, and you got with the two free boosters with it or whatever, two yeah. boosters along with it. I won't say they're free. Yeah. But uh, you get it, and we opened it up, and we're like, oh, look at these cards. And we played it. And I opened it up, and I uh, had no idea what it was. It was Johnny Call of the Pride. Oh. And I was looking at it, and I thought it was a promo card because it didn't look like any other cards like oh this is just a promo or something this card's fucking dumb I don't know what to do with this thing <laughs> pretty much like the uh, flip card it's, it's like, like a the... flip card so like, what do I do yeah, with this, this thing is... this thing's stupid this so I kind of like throw it to the side and like didn't care about it for like months until I looked it up and it's like oh this card's $15 what the fuck I don't understand Oh. and then it's like oh it's a planeswalker card and they do special things and I'm like mm-hmm. well now I feel like a fool yep. yeah. yeah there's now there, there's, there's a lot of that when, when you're playing magic just misplays <laughs> yeah. and and building decks incorrectly, it just yeah. Land of War Elf. That means tap green means tap and go search for a forest and put it into play. Yeah, you used to actually that? do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, not not for long. We, we never really looked up the rules. No, like, just, when we first started just, playing, I mean, they of... came with those little booklets, right? Fuck that. Fuck reading him, right? We, 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 we thought we're too smart for this. We can figure it out. So we tried to teach it. We <laughs> the most I read teach is the flavor text. <laughs> yeah. It says, oh, tap it, do one damage. That's all I need to worry about. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. But uh, on to the next thing. Uh, here at Scryer's Remorse, Scryer's we're going to be doing mostly, other than, you know, this is kind of the first episode, so there's a lot of introduction and getting to know you kind of things, but right. yeah. most of the time we're going to be doing comment and criticism. Mm. So first thing we're going to comment and Sucks. criticize oh, sorry. Hold is uh, <laughs> the state of MTG today. The state of it today, standard, modern, the new transition to having two sets of block, I guess is what it would be called, two sets of cycle, I don't know, it's just yeah, there's, there's, two, there's, there's two, two sets, two sets of block, the two, two sets, sets of block, block yes. Th- that whole change now and how the things are going to yeah. be rotating, mm-hmm. um, we can talk about that, mm-hmm. and uh, I know in the last couple of years, ever since really M13, magic has been bigger and popular. It's been more gaining. popular than ever, mainly, I think, because of more marketing mm-hmm. and their video games that got people into it and started playing the actual physical game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I know that MTG and Wizards of the Coast is stronger than what they used to be, but are they still in their little golden age they had since they kind of had this burst of popularity? Have you, are, you, are you guys seeing any kind of kinks in their armor, or do you think things are still chugging along, same old, same old? I think they they need to be really careful um, with what's been going on. They've made a lot of bannings, and they've been trying to shake up like the modern format a lot, and the, the standard format changes every mm-hmm. six or so months yeah. when a new set releases. Um Coming up in April when Shadows Over Innistrad releases, I'll lose Cons and Fate Reforged, mm. and that'll be a bummer. But um, yeah. but anytime 
anytime they change something for the modern scene, which is kind of like the black sheep of the Magic family, uh, a lot of people enjoy playing modern, but it doesn't make Wizards of the Coast any money right. because yeah. they're all old cards. So the fact that they have to shake it up to make it relevant every, I don't know, two years, maybe every year mm -hmm. um, because of stuff like Splinter Twin um, is just so powerful that it's always in the game. Right, and I appreciate and, those kind of bans because, you know, after two years, you get tired of seeing the same deck. Right, yeah. Ban, banning that. is necessary, I feel. Sure, it sucks if you just spent, like, right, like, the week before Splinter Twin gets banned. Like, I'm going to spend 100 bucks on this Splinter Twin See, deck because the risk, everyone yeah. is doing it and winning, so I'm going to do it. And, and then it's like, oh, it's banned. Right, yeah. Do it. So and, that's, that's the double-edged sword, huh? People, when it was actually uh, banned, I go to PukaTrade.com. Mm -hmm. To get some of my cards. Brought to you by PukaTrade.com. <laughs> Not really, though. We will take free but, uh, points. <laughs> they, they had... Uh, yes, please. They, they wrote an article about uh, people that like knew that Splinter Twin had been banned and were sending off Splinter Twin copies that, if it hadn't been banned, they might not uh, they might not have sent um, just because it was a dead card and they wanted to get their money for it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Um, a Richard Relocation if you will. <clears throat> but the, the, the fact that the, the format changes so often um, is a good thing, and it's, like Wes said, a double-edged sword as well, um, because mm -hmm. people want to invest in modern, but at the same time they are always in a fear that something that they start enjoying, whether like, it be Splinter Twin. Like a dance. Like, I just spent $100 on Bogles. I finally got my Bogle deck ready. Right. Goes to Modern on Friday or whatever. It's like, oh, Bogles just got banned. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Slippery Bogle. So you just, oh. Slippery Bogle. Yeah, so it's it's just it's just shitty when that happens. But, yeah. I mean, it's it's a way to change the format and get people interested in homebrewing again, which I think is a good thing because that's that's what we like to do a lot is... is try to find combos that nobody else yes. has thought of. Probably the funnest part of the game other than, you know, fucking stomping face and right. winning. And winning all winning, the time. Winning does feel good. It's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely a big part of the game. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always plenty of different things to get out of Magic. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, if you look at yourself when you started compared to what you are now. Like, mm -hmm. if you get competitive, you're like, man, where, where did I where did I lose it, man? Like, <laughs> I used to I used to really love zombies, mm -hmm. but now I only use a zombie if it's super effective in my deck. Right. Mm -hmm. like, if it's Kalitas. Yeah. You don't right. go for themes or cool things you like anymore. Right. Yeah. And 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 we talk about flavor all the time. Yeah. To the point where we gotta love flavor. <laughs> to the point where like sometimes we tell silly stories when we go to <laughs> combat. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See why do I walk along? Sorex there. Oh, no. It's like, yeah. I'm going to epically, epically confront these demons. Yeah. Every time you start one of those stories, I'm like, God damn it. He's going to do something shitty. Like, he's going he's gonna to fucking make always, one of his I always beats. started with, okay, guys, picture this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, great. Something's going to fucking something. ruin my day. <laughs> yeah, that's never good for us. I'm getting tired of these demon fucks just standing around. I'm going to confront them epically. But, uh, yeah, I think magic is still... Super, super strong. Like, it mm -hmm. really is. And actually, um, working at a game distribution warehouse, um, 
we, uh, we, we distribute magic and everything. And I actually mm-hmm. talked to my boss just today. Um, I talked to him, and he was kind of reliving some of the old days. Uh, if you know the company Chessex, which mm-hmm. still makes a lot Big of chess and stuff today. Yeah. yeah, that was Chessex back in the day. And um, uh, So when he, when he was working there, he remembers uh, the first sets of magic, like the very first sets oh, back cool. in back in the day. 93? Yeah, four. yeah. And he, he said he remembers he was a you know picker-packer back then, and um, it would be a magic release. And it was always a really huge deal. Like, you'd have to put in, like, 12 hours that day. And oh, and wow. the company would buy everyone lunch so that they wouldn't have to leave and, like, really just bust out pallets of, of magic. And they used to, like, apparently they used to, uh, you know, combine, a, like, a pre-made deck with boosters. And mm-hmm. okay. they would send these out to stores. But whatever. He said that uh, even back then it was huge. Like, it was a huge moneymaker. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and, I'm trying uh, to think what, like, the dead period was. And I can't really... I don't. I haven't been playing that long, so I don't really know when the dead period was. Well, I know there was a time. I don't. It, it might have just been competitively, but it was when Necropotence. I think it was the card. Necropotence was the popular thing in standard. Everyone called it. Everyone played Necropotence, and it was. I can't remember. What, I had. Uh, it was called like the Black Days of Magic, whatever, because everyone played Black Necropotence. It was the only deck you saw uh. until they finally released a new set, and they released some card that broke it or beat Necropotence. I okay. think it cards it's something Necro something. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say Necropotence is a notoriously awesome black card. Yeah, so, so I, and it might be, I think it was called like the Black Summer or something ah, like that. Nice. Oh, yeah. Shit. Because That's... everyone fucking played Necropotence. Oh jeez. Yeah, I don't I know if that maybe killed the game for a lot of people or people I... gave it up because they were just were tired of getting I mean, into there's, it. There's been I do know a set that I that seemed to I, I I wasn't playing back then so it's hard to say. But I do know that when Kamigawa was out, I know that kind of bombed. Yeah, um, I, I talked to a that. sales guy at work. The the head of sales, he said that during Kamigawa was the lowest period he had seen. I mean, I've seen some of those cards. A lot of them are trash. Right. There's a couple <laughs> Except like... Except for Ninja of the Deep Hours, <laughs> which is a common now. No, um, there are a couple cards from that, like, that block or whatever that... Are just like crazy mm-hmm. powerful still. Uh, there was one. But besides those, that set didn't do very well. There's there's some chick that's an amulet bloom, and she lets you. Oh, I can't well, remember. Tony, are you really Go. acting like a noob right now? <laughs> I know. I know. Make us look bad. Yeah, I know. I'm an idiot. But, but no, there's that was the... one of the decks I was researching to play modern in. But then Unzawa's Jit, huh? Unzawa's Jit. Uh, it's the name of one of the uh, equipment. Kamigawa. I don't know what was his name. Right? I, I can't even Bounded by what? Bounded by honor. Nageo. Nageo. Bound by honor. Hey, I made a samurai deck because flavor. Right. And and it was it was fun. It was and fun. And I've made warrior decks because flavor and cons of Tarkir and Favorite Forged yeah. and Dragons of Tarkir. But the actual topic, um, yeah, I think magic has always been, I think it's been awesome since it has been conceived. By what I've heard, it's right? been awesome since I've been playing it. Right, right, right. And because Innistrad, I think Innistrad was what I was saying mostly was it's at its most popular because of how much marketing and how good their marketing department has been doing in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like there's like the video uh, games I watched styles. some uh, Battle for Zendikar coverage mm-hmm. uh, a while back, and they had a lot of internet celebrities on there supporting Magic too. Mm-hmm. And they're just getting they're getting the right people involved. I feel like. People yeah. that like, really care. have a good audience and actually care about the game, and that's always great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if anyone else ever tries to start a card game, 
Man, good luck competing with Magic. I'm telling That's you. Ridiculous. They got, they like, got really, the, the only ones that are out there are the ones that already kind of existed at the same time Magic came out, like Pokemon, mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic. They all came out early 90s, and they're still around, but I'd have to say MTG, MTG is, is the strongest one. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's and it's it's aimed at a, like, ageless audience. Right. So, like, yeah. people that played in the 90s have kids now, and they're, they they're might playing. be playing Pokemon, but their parent, their probably dad, <laughs> is trying to get them into Magic. Wow, like the one guy that brought his daughter to uh, uh, a tournament or whatever it was. Yeah. Jared got beat by his daughter. <laughs> At an FNM? <laughs> yeah. The uh, game store owner was so sad for Jared that he got beat by a little girl that he gave him a free booster. Why? Well, hey, that was just uh, a door prize for him. Yeah. Just like to ease the, the to <laughs> wound. Ease, to ease that. Because I think, uh, I think he heartburn. lost every match. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man. Screwed. Well, when you don't build your own decks. Yeah. yeah. Hey. That's true. Hey, there you go. But uh, next thing, we, we talked about the old there and how things have been going over the years. We'll talk about the most recent, um, Battle for Zendikar, Oath of the Gatewatch. What do you guys like? What do you dislike? Um, as far as what I like, I love Eldrazi. I'm glad they're back. I hope they stick around a little bit because I think... As far as I can tell, I think two of them are dead, as far as the Titans go. That's that's according to the lore. Yeah. Um, cool's still out there somewhere. Somewhere. Um, I really Someone. like Devoid, because one of the things I hate is when someone's like, oh, I'm protection from this color, I can be like, well, it's not that color. Classic West Go trick, fuck yeah. off. Classic yeah. West move. Actually, <laughs> probably <laughs> if I had to choose a second favorite card, Mom. Mother of Runes. Mother of Runes, <laughs> yeah. So, Mother of Runes, my mom, uh, she, yeah, she was, she's worthless again. So, I was like, oh, I'm just a boy. I don't care about your protection. And you're like, I don't care about your protection. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I like that. And uh, Devoid is really good. Um, and then Oath of the Gatewatch, I liked. Uh, Surge is really cool. It's good for multiplayer. Mm. I hate Cohort. It is just terrible. There's terrible. not a single, <laughs> yes. even a rare that has cohort. There's not a single cohort card that is good I in mean, anything. It's, it's notorious in Magic that tapping out your resources for like fairly minor effects, mm -hmm. it's just bad. It's, just, like, it's clunky because it's, it's like just clunky bad. Tap strategy. him, and then you have to tap an tap untapped. Another. Yeah, ally, and Which, then you get to do this mini yeah. shitty thing like oh, it deals <laughs> one damage to tap two things. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the vampire. No, it's the goblin as Zada's expedition or something like that. Uh, commando, I think. Commando. It's like tap an untapped yeah. ally and tap the commando. Do one damage to target creature player. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. That's <laughs> that's that's what you think. Uh, Probably my favorite thing about the return to Zendikar was Landfall. <sighs> I love mm. me some Landfall mm -hmm. decks. Just and I love the elementals landfall. in it. And uh, the the fact that like most of the creatures get bigger with Landfall. I mean, I know in the original Zendikar they had a lot more... They had It was different. Like, every time a land fell something different happened yeah instead of just getting like plus one, plus one, one or yeah. plus two two so you, know, you gain two life yeah or, or and then i like life. how they yeah. made it better because it's like oh this hydra he's green so if you drop a forest he gets a bonus thing and i they do really, they kind of enhanced cool. it from the like, old uh, version of land shield of something yeah yeah if it's a plains then you get to return it to the battlefield instead of just to your hand stuff mm -hmm. like that's cool yeah. i like that super cool um 
so that was my favorite part about Zendikar. Um, they didn't really carry it on in Oath that much, which was really disappointing. Super disappointing. They did add the uh, Elf Twin Legendary card that has you return a land to your Mina hand. And, Mina and Din or something Yeah, like Mina, that. Mina and Dina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that has you return a land to your hand to give a creature trample. So, I mean, that keeps the, the landfall train going, mm-hmm. but and, and trample is, is one of my favorite keywords. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, I was a little disappointed in Oath that they didn't do more landfall stuff. I know there's like one red creature and one green creature that have landfall, but they don't have anything else cool yeah. about them. So that's that's what I like about the new stuff so far. Mm-hmm. And just like... And actually with Landfall, I was there was one card specifically I was hoping that they would bring back because it was a common, it was a basic, I, I felt like it was just a, a building block that would be great for Landfall, and they never brought it back, was Explore. If you remember mm-hmm. Explore at all. Mm-hmm. It was just a green and a colorless. Uh, you play an additional land this turn, draw a card. Oh, okay. It was great. It was actually very, I mean, it was not, I don't think it's, you know, overpowered or anything, but it's it was just a solid card, you know, that's that was a great, like early game that would really get you going. Mm-hmm. One one card that is kind of like that is the Tarkus Command, but it's got yeah. four options. It's either, mm-hmm. it's a green and a red for a lightning bolt, plus one, plus one, and reach on your dudes, uh, play an additional land, uh-huh. or gain don't gain life. Yeah, and all that's great, but that's also green-red, and then you're going from a common to rare, right? So right. that's a rare. Like I'm like I felt like it needed some more real building and, and blocks. Like a good deck needs good uncommons and rares. You it, can't build a whole deck out of just rares. No, it'll, it'll, well, yeah. Fuck me for trying, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Teamer Battle Rage is a is a uncommon. Yeah, there you go, and that's and, a. Uh, and uh, one that became hugely popular was Become Immense. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. From not this block. Well, okay, Cons, I'm getting off yeah. topic. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, We're talking about Zendikar. Yeah, so the Zendikar oh. block. I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed uh, Allies coming back. I built that Mardu Allies deck, which took me forever to build. But That's uh, pretty well, yeah. Yeah, I put it together, and it's really fun to play, for sure. I don't know how competitive it's going to be, uh, Allies, really. I don't hear about anyone using them or see them really used at, like, F&M. Friday Night Magic, just to say that. F-N-M. F-N-M. Oh, I thought it meant funky... New music. New monkeys. No, funky new music. Funky new new music. music. That sounds like something I'd actually get into. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so uh, funky new music, I don't see anyone... No one uses uses allies allies in funky new music. No. Um, But I, I really like that they brought them back. It's just everything feels just a tad watered down when they bring something back. Mm-hmm. Like, they introduced these Eldrazi, which there were Eldrazi before, but they were only really big guys. Eldrazi's were big things. Mm-hmm. Or you had the little little shithead Zero Ones. Spawns. The Scions. Spawns back then. Spawns. Um, so then they bring back, then they do Eldrazi again in this block, and Eldrazi have Scions, which are 1-1s that sacrifice for mana. Mm-hmm. Big difference being a 1-1 as opposed to a 0-1. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was... One drops to ten drops, right? Yeah, like, yeah there was. They yeah. did it all across the every like every El, cost. Eldrazi got the most attention. They out, did. Out of there. Like there's like everything that's good 
It was probably an Eldrazi card. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And the money cards are really Eldrazi cards yeah, like right Thought now. Like Seer, yeah. Matter Reshaper, yeah. Ulamog. Reality Smasher. Uh, Reality yeah. Smasher. Can I just take a minute to talk about Reality Smasher? <laughs> yeah, sure. That card is fucking awesome. Fucking smashes my reality, man. So what? It's, I mean, it, it's just... And when is you that talk the one about, that has all the tap abilities? No. No, that's oh. Endbringer, and he's... I fucking he's love cool. Endbringer. He's cool. Endbringer's sweet. But Reality Smasher is just a fucking powerhouse, right? Okay. He's, what, five for a 5-5 five, five with Trample, I believe? Mm-hmm. And it? It, the first... Oh, if you want to target him with a spell, you have to discard a card as well to target <laughs> him. So he, he, has, he protects himself. Mm-hmm. He has a great combat ability. Uh, casting cost matches his power and toughness, mm-hmm. like... When you go to the when you look at the point system of a card, like so like usually when something costs three, if it's a three three that costs three, normally you don't really have any other abilities, right? Because three right. for a three three, well, that's a solid. It's pretty that's good. A solid like card. A two two for two, everyone calls it a bear. Right, right, yeah. You mm-hmm. got your bears, yeah. Exactly. Those are just vanilla bears. And uh <laughs> mm, vanilla bears. <laughs> I like chocolate bears. Yeah. But reality smasher, he just he smashes reality of the point system. Mm-hmm. Five uh, so much value. The first card I ever saw do that though, I just going back was um related to that was Vampire Nighthawk. Three for a two three, flying, death touch, lifelink. I'll say it one once again for everyone listening just in case you don't remember. <laughs> Vampire Nighthawk, a two three. Here here are the abilities for three for a two three. Flying, lifelink, death touch. So evasion and life gain. I mean and killing. And and death and, and death. Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm but touching. usually if you're if you're gonna try to block that, you're gonna want to kill it even if mm. you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the new set. I mean, it's it's got some good stuff for sure. Um, I'm more excited for what's to come. Shadows over. Shadows Instagram. over. It's like we went back five years or four years. Right. It's like it's it's all starting over. Is right? that maybe what inspired the podcast? Maybe is, I don't know. Even subconsciously, Innistrad. It's like Innistrad's just... coming out. That brings me back to a day. I need to tell. <laughs> the world needs to hear my voice. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. I'm looking forward to Innistrad. So, but speaking of shadows over Innistrad, um, other than that, uh, what else is to come? You know, what what, what else is coming out? I know there's probably other things like demon lands. A, they they need to have demon lands. They need to have from the vault demons. Yeah, I agree need, with that. Yeah, but uh, just because the they vault. just did angels, but what kind of demons? special sets are coming before shadows? Because you usually have like the dual decks and the and the special modern. Masters oh yeah, the things. modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Conspiracy, they, that was a cool song. Yeah, con- yeah, stuff like Conspiracy. Love that. Well, they did announce Eternal Masters coming out in June. June. Which is a bunch of legacy cards. Mm. Legacy and vintage. Uh, yeah, and the first card I saw spoiled was Force of Will. Force of Will. Notorious. Wasteland. Gasp, new art, gasp. too. They gave, gave it new art. Yeah, the art looks pretty sick. And I think Wasteland was the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which is, uh, yeah, just destroyed non-basic land. Um, the art on it, the new art is City of Brass, <laughs> City of Brass, but destroyed. Nice. So it's actually, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's, I, it's a, it's a, it's a subconscious yeah. take on how, uh, Wizards of the Coast feels about modern. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm like just we're going to destroy this shit. This Everyone's is... going to be playing Legacy and Vintage <laughs> because that's where the real money is. We want them buying $10,000 decks, not $1,000 decks. Fuck that shit. They need <laughs> yeah. to buy four Toro 
Tormagoyfs. 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 But it's like, I'm glad they're reprinting stuff because, especially old stuff, they need to like just go through and reprint all of it because old art sucks. Let's be frank. A lot of it is terrible artwork. Fucking white borders. White borders. I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to get started on white borders. We can save that for another. All right, let's for another day. Save white borders. Not to sell. Or jack write that down. White borders. White borders. Future podcast. Terrible. Never do it again. Well, that needs to be an hour podcast about. Once you go black, never go back. How shitty white borders are. Yeah. We'll go back. Ten ten hour podcast. Why should there be white borders? Why no white borders? But uh. You guys have anything you'd like to add? Uh, I put it as a free for all from here on out. So. Well, um, I was hoping you could explain uh, what Scryer's remorse actually is in terms of Magic: The Gathering. Like to to me, it's like when you mulligan down to six, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I, I really can't keep this, and then you scry anyway and see <laughs> that oh, there's the extra land. I would have drew it. And you're like, God um, damn it! I would have been fine. I would have been hands. fine. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the that's the feeling of Scryer's remorse. Scryer's remorse. A play on words, huh? Buyer's remorse. remorse, which I am notoriously uh, known for. <laughs> Being a goddamn fool. I'm a goddamn fool. <laughs> um, Stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 one thing that I see a lot of players do. That is just self torture. <laughs> is 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 going from is, let's say your starting hand was seven. Right, seven. Yeah. You got your starting hand, and it's like you know what? I've got one land, but everything else is just solid. Right. I've got my early cards early. I know I'm gonna draw into my late game. Like it's gonna be perfect. You've got your you know everything looks great, but I only have one land. And Ugh. most likely, you're not going to draw land, right? It's right. That's, that's, technically, that's like, mathematically. That's the, that's the feeling. Th- theoretically, you know, mathematically, you won't <laughs> oh, draw. Oh, no, I play 30 lands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so well, it's a 50-50. Again, the, the listeners are going to know you're a noob. But, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, th- that torture that you do with, with, okay, you know what? I can't risk it. One mm. land. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna sit here with without anything to play. Right. So you, you take the time. Okay. I'm gonna fold. Or you know I'm gonna I'm gonna mulligan. But yeah. let me just check that check top this. card. Yeah. Oh. It's a fucking land, and it's the exact colors I needed <laughs> to make this hand happen. Right. Scryers or more. And then you go down to six, mm-hmm. and it's shit. You like and then oh. the first one was better. Then you go down to five, and then and then it's all over. Yeah, if you get it, when when I get down to five, I just want to shake the yeah. the, the opponent's like hand and walk away. You go down away. to five, and then it's like, oh, I'm playing a discard deck. By the way, it's like, oh, I'll just go home now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you're, I don't know very many people that play discard decks. No. I but going up against one, it's fucking nasty, it's, man. It's yeah. card card advantage is huge. I feel yeah. like with uh, discard and then board wipe, like what do you have? No hand and no board state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's mean. They've uh, actually spoiled cards in the dual decks that are coming out for Shadows Over Innistrad. Ooh. And the mechanic... Oh, Geist of St. Tabs is coming back! Is uh, Oh, uh, Sulk is one of them I saw. Yeah, Sulk is good. I, I think Sulk will be good for Eldrazi. Sulk can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. So, I don't care if you've got an Ulamog that's like 10-10, I'm just going to keep hitting you for 5. I kind of like that in the Innistrad block mm-hmm. because 
Yeah, and Innistrad had a lot of, like, spirit tokens and zombies, little we're, guys. We're just sulking around. Yeah, just sulking. Doing sulky things. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, you know, if if a rogue has sulk, it's so much, uh, uh, yeah. so much flavor. flavor. Bon appetit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that flavor. Bon yeah. <laughs> but the, the mechanic I was thinking of is called Delirium. Oh, yeah. I, and, that one's cool. And it's really the card types? It, no, yeah. it's, a, it's a mechanic. Um, Delirium requires that you have four different card types in your graveyard and when that happens I know I, I don't you get know the what delirium. the cards are. You, yeah. you, you get you get a bonus and like so one of them uh, is, one of the cards is uh, enters the battlefield target creature gets an egg one egg one and if you delirium if you have delirium if you're delirious if you're delirious <laughs> okay. then you, every creature like uh, you can keep giving that creature an egg one Oh. So it's like a permanent effect. So and it's you have the the trigger is four different card types. Yeah. Okay. So, so like artifact, artifact land, enchantment, land. creature. Yeah. It should be real easy. Instant sorcery. About it. Yeah, it is and it isn't. But I that, I like that because it encourages unique deck building diversity. Yeah. 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 And I, I I like it because it's kind of original. It might be hard to do to make it competitive. Mm-hmm. But you know I'm tired of these really basic watered-down mechanics that are just like, oh, it's going to be really competitive, but it's kind of boring. That's yeah. kind of what I felt about Exalted. Like, Exalted was really powerful, but it was kind of it's bland. boring, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I can I could think of another one if I really cared to think, but I don't, yeah. I don't want specific, to. Yeah, specific abilities. Soul Bond, man, just over... <laughs> Soul Bond. Oh, man. <sighs> Takes me back, but it doesn't really hold up. <laughs> yeah, I never never played with any Soulbond cards. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make it on my Soulbond deck again. All right, it's a right. thing. I'm not even mad. So uh, it's gonna have bears. I'll just I'll just uh... you uh you guys want to play some Magic? <laughs> yeah, let's play some yeah. Magic. Yeah. Actually. All right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is our inaugural premiere, first episode of Squires Morse. I'm Jack Wagner with my co-host Tony Duffy and Clap. They're here to the left of me. Thank you for